Hey everyone, thanks for joining us on the Good News Podcast today. This gets personal uh, in this episode. This this is going deep with someone who's very close to me. This is this is a family member. This is my sister-in-law, Kirsten Engelbrecht. And uh, we have shared the conversation we're going to have today around our tables many, many times, but really grateful that we can go public with this one today. This is taking us to an area that's very important to the life of our church these days. How do we be a community that welcomes, loves, all people, because Jesus did, and so we want to as well. Particularly, how do we affirm the LGBTQ plus community? We want this not to be just a church thing, not, not just to be a North Bramley United Church thing, but to be a world thing. So we hope this good news gets out into the world so we all can live into this together. Friends, can't wait to introduce you to Kirsten. We're going to have a, an amazing experience here as we hear her story and God working in her life. Let's dive in. Uh, hey everyone, thanks so much for joining us on the Good News Podcast today. I have a very special guest. This is not only a guest and a friend, but this is family. This is Kirsten Engelbrecht. Uh, Engelbrecht is my wife's maiden name. So yes, Kirsten is my sister-in-law. Um, in case you're wondering, Engel, Engelbrecht literally means bright angel, and this is a very bright <laughs> angel. Um, Kirsten is uh, just one of those people who I love spending time with and uh yeah, we've we've covered a lot of ground over the years, and we're 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 excited, and and I feel privileged to share something that's really important to us, and I know it's going to be important to you as well. This is all part of a series we're doing called a radical love, and this episode in particular is we we really want to get the message out there that Jesus came for all people, and uh, we affirm all people. And uh, here's I think man a great place to start is just to to dive into a bit of your story and your your story of coming to um, know your sexual identity and yeah. and sharing that and just. How how important that's been for you? Uh, yeah, mm -hmm. thanks, yeah. James. Good to be here, brother. <laughs> uh, you know, it's it's funny because as we talked about doing this whole mm. podcast, yeah. it's it's interesting for me to reflect on when I was younger and the way I myself felt growing up. And to be honest, when I came out, when I finally realized who I was, and you know that I I love women like mm. that is different it was it was probably the most affirming thing that i've mm. experienced in my life mm. because everything made sense wow. like it was i i felt confident who i was i felt just like me yeah like it it was really that impactful yeah and yeah. so but prior to that so so previously yeah. growing up and and you know, seeing my friends have boyfriends and all of these things. And me also, you know, I dated when I was in high school, yeah. never felt right. Okay. It always felt just a little, and I couldn't figure it out because there was no, there was no language for that. Mm. And one of the things I remember, I was probably 14 or 15. Uh, we used to get the Hamilton Spectator. It came in, I would read it. And in, it was called the lifestyle section, funny enough. Mm. Uh, there was a picture of a man sitting there and I read the article and it was about a gay man. And I looked at that article and I went, huh, Wow. is that, is that, is that me? Mm. Is that who I am? Like, mm. you know, and, and it was, it was the first time that I'd ever experienced something like that, like to make any sense mm -hmm. about who I was, but even still it wasn't, I wasn't sure, mm -hmm. but it was the first time, but there was a little light that went on in my head at that and point. you said 14 or 15? Yeah. And how old were you when, when you really came to understand who you are and, and then even yeah. start to talk, 
Oh, that, right. that's another. I think that's, that's another. another step. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was I was in my twenties wow. when I went to when I went to school down yeah. in Michigan. Um, was really when I when it yeah when I really understood who I was, and I mean one thing I want to emphasize because because mm-hmm. my coming out story. In in my opinion, it's a very safe story. It's a mm. very I was never not in a safe mm. environment. Yeah. And so, and I, my coming out story certainly is doesn't encompass everybody. Mm. Like I think that's one of the things that needs to be emphasized yeah. is that I have never not felt safe in my environment. Yeah. First of all, I came out. You know, I was an athlete in the program at Michigan, and I'm not saying that that you know all athletes are gay yeah. women, but a lot of them were. Mm-hmm. And so when I came out, I was welcomed into the community mm. because so many people were. Mm-hmm. And so right away, I'm affirmed, right? And But it was a process coming out to the family. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even know how to do yeah. that. And and even though, you know, it's a family where you know you're loved. Yes. Um, not perfect. No families are perfect, but definitely yeah. you know you're loved. You, you, you anticipate being affirmed likely, but it was still really hard. It was. Yeah. But it's not even necessarily... Like I, I didn't know if I would be affirmed because okay. the stories of other people coming out. Ah. So, so now I'm in a community where I'm hearing things, other people's coming out stories. You know, they come to school, they're they're out in the community, they're not out at home mm. because they can't be. And so, do I know that for sure? I don't know that yeah, for sure. For, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know, we did not go to church very mm. often. Mm. Um, and I, mean, I, I kind of laugh about it now because when we were doing Sunday school, it was in Danish. I didn't understand it anyway. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about, but we were never in the full service to, to hear any of the service and what they were talking about and, mm. and, and stuff like that. So again, I don't have any of the connotations about, about yeah. that, but a lot of my friends who grew up in religious families wow. were ostracized by yeah. their families. So, so do I know that for sure when I come home, when mm. I come out and I tell them, Yeah, I know I'm loved. Yeah. But here's something that I'm going to tell you that may change your mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. though I know who I am, you know who I am. Yeah. And what I've come to realize is that it's just a part of who I am. Mm. For, for me, understanding that part of me made me whole mm. to myself. But I think sometimes what happens is people look at you and that's all they see. Mm. Because being described as a gay woman... Like I don't go around saying hi, I'm a gay woman. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Yeah. I, I'm a woman first. Yeah, you're Kirsten. Yeah. I'm Kirsten. Yeah. I'm Kirsten. That's, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, and so it's just a part of me. Yeah. You know, just like just like being left-handed. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a part of me. Yeah. That doesn't dictate who I am. Yeah. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't dictate the way that I that I live my life. Yeah. I would live my life the way I'm doing it, whether I was gay or straight, bisexual, trans. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I think the other thing that 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 needs to be emphasized is that we're all just human. Mm, mm-hmm. We're all just human. Absolutely. So why does that need to be a factor in whether or not you're going to accept somebody? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. everybody's human. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So so you know so I remember. <laughs> I don't think I'll go into that whole story because Katrina wouldn't like me very much if I did go into that story. Well, but I think it's interesting. Before we go there, well, yeah. we, we can still decide whether we're going to go there. I, <laughs> I, I would kind of vote yes, as long as Katrina's okay with it. And she's not here, so let's assume that she is. Right, but okay. Anyway, <laughs> anyway um, can we talk a bit about 
because you haven't had the negative experience mm -hmm. and, and grateful for that. So grateful for that. Um, and also really sorry that, that some have, and, and maybe I think just to not move past that too quickly, um, without naming names, want to keep people's confidence, but even, even an example of where someone has experienced something that's not healthy and helpful and where they haven't been accepted and affirmed and actually hurt and really, really, uh, yeah, really in a, in a, in a difficult place uh, be, mm -hmm. because of that. Uh, because I think, you, you know, I think I love that you've named that, that you're every, like everyone else, you know, that you can't paint everyone with the same, right. Right, people have different experiences. So um, every person who, who um, is gay, as you say, won't have the same experience as you, but some have had really, really negative, and that's partly why we're doing this. Why right. we want to talk about this, right. and we'll get eventually to the, the role. What can the role of the church be, and who are we as followers of Jesus, as far as on the love scale? Mm -hmm. um, but for sure, we'll get there. But, but especially because people haven't experienced that, um, don't want to miss how significant that is. So, yeah, I don't know if there's an, an example or, or, or you know that you, that you have in mind of someone you know. You've mentioned that you have people who you know who who didn't experience. Inclusion right. and affirmation from people who you know, and not trying to, to come down hard on on the church or other churches. No. That, you know, that's the, but but just got to name these pieces right. um, so that we can try to um, move into a a, a a better way of being human together. Which right. The more yes. human we are, uh, very very often I find the more divine we are at the same time. The more of God is in us when we recognize that we're Absolutely. human together. But we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. Well, I think there's you know there's several things. So yeah. so. I think there's a lot of people who don't affirm who they are. Mm. So, so you're not being an authentic, you're not being authentic to yourself mm -hmm. and you are, you're, you know, you're pushing down who you really are to your family because the message that's been given to you is not safe. So like, I do know people who the second that they came out to their parents, they no longer have a place to live. Mm. So now depending on how old you are, 16, 17, you can't get an apartment. You can now you're relying on who do you rely on? Yeah. Who do you believe is safe? So now you're kicked out of the only home that you've ever known because you tell your parents you love someone of the same sex mm. and it's all about love. And and but again, I think that that whole what's the notion, like what is it from your perspective mm. or the, the the parents' perspective? What what have they been, what are they believing mm -hmm. that makes you so wrong mm -hmm. that you cannot live under the same roof. Mm. So now you're finding a place to live. You're either crashing on people's people's couches because you can't get your own apartment mm. at that age. Yeah. Presumably you're in school. So so I have had people who have been who friends who have been homeless. Wow. Until they can, you know, they're bunking with other people until they can establish themselves. Wow. Just because they're gay. Wow. Let alone just the emotional heaviness of feeling rejected. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. By the people who are supposed to love you the most. Love you the most. Mm -hmm. like, unconditionally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unconditionally. I'll love you unless you tell me that. Yeah. So, th so this is something else that's heavy when it comes into coming out to somebody. Mm. You know, so as you say, mm. I experienced unconditional love, but it's not until I tell you this, mm -hmm. until I tell you this one thing that I think is going to change your mind. Mm -hmm. And now you're not going to, mm -hmm. to like, like. I mean, we can talk about so many people that have, have come out. First of all, so, so now you're suppressing yourself and you yourself start to believe that you are not okay, that you're not right, mm. that you are less than, mm -hmm. because that's the message that you've been giving. Yeah. And I mean, one thing that people need to understand, I think people recognize is the rate of suicide amongst yeah. gay, lesbian, bisexual, trans people. Mm -hmm. 
is way higher than everybody else because the message that is being given to them is that you are not right. Mm -hmm. Somehow who you are is not on the same playing field as everybody else. Mm. And so how do you love yourself and can you continue to go on? How do you mm -hmm. come out to your family when, uh, and, and again, it's not the message that my family was giving me, but it's all, it's all the outer messages yeah. that are also being in society yeah. as a whole yeah. and hearing other people's story. So it's trepidation. Yeah. It's trepidation, you know, and that's all you, you just want the people to love you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's amazing to me that this is such a huge, yeah, a huge, I don't want to say, I would say barrier for coming mm -hmm. out because you just don't know how people are going to yeah. react. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you, as I said, yeah, I've had the blessing of being in, in safe surroundings my entire life. Yeah. And, you know, I continue to, yeah. to, to have that blessing of the people in my life, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, but, but, but even, you know, one of the most important people in my life, you know, my little sister, mm. it was, and for me, that was the hardest one to come out to because I know that, you know, her and I have a relationship and, you know, when we were younger, you know, she put me up on a pedestal, mm -hmm. a, you know, a little bit, I would say, hi, <laughs> love you. Mm. So, for, so for me, so that was pressure for me because now the way she sees me and of course her, her history of coming up in the church, you know, I, at the, at that time, I don't think she was still involved in that, in that yeah. church, but still, nonetheless, I'm like, okay, what message has she been given? Yeah. And now you're the one person it's most difficult to tell. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, just for, for clarity here, like that's partly why of all your family members, you know, you, you were in some ways most concerned about Katrina because one, the closeness that you yeah. have, um, your little sister looking up to you. Yeah. But also I think what I'm hearing is because she was um, beginning to get involved in in a life of faith, in, in the Christian faith, in, in a church. Yeah. And because of what we've heard, what we've seen, what we've even, you know, some of your friends had experienced yeah. from from the church, if if you if you will. Um, in some of those environments that, that caused you not to, not to be sure. Isn't that amazing? We'll, we'll get, we will, we will definitely get in this conversation. What can the church do to create a more yeah. um, welcoming, affirming environment um, for all people? But, but um, yeah, maybe we've, we've gone there. So let's keep going. Yeah. Uh, and I know it'll be okay. What was that like? Um, what was that conversation like? Um, we can't speak for Katrina. Maybe we'll no. have her on another time, you know, but, but, but I think, you, you know, you, you kind of came through that together as far right. as your conversations. Um, and then, and I would love to hear a bit about, you mentioned the freedom, the, the sense of just, oh, being, being, um, being so much healthier with yourself and life when you were able to not only realize who you are for your sexual identity, but also name that and be mm -hmm. open about that. So a little bit with Katrina, but then also love to hear about how, how important that was for, for you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So it's interesting because it, because it all stemmed from, and you know, and it's, it doesn't happen so much anymore, but way back when the phrase, that's so gay, mm. referring to something that's, you know, stupid, silly, you know, not right. And so we were having dinner with a whole bunch of people and she said that, and I very quietly just leaned over and I said, you shouldn't say that, mm. you know, please don't say that something to that. Sure. And I left it at that. And I, I almost see out of the, you know, her expression was like, why, why are you saying that? Mm -hmm. So we had the opportunity <laughs> to, be, to be alone <laughs> mm -hmm. 
And, and she asked me, she's like, so why did you ask me not to say that? Mm. I'm not, I'm not remembering exactly the conversation, but it, it came down to, she's like, cause you're not going to tell me you're gay. Are you really, you're not going to tell me you're gay. I, like, I don't think I could handle if you told me that you were gay. Mm. And I said, well, I'm not going to tell you that now because you just given mm -hmm. me the message that she doesn't think she can mm -hmm. handle it. And I'm not, you know, because it's a lot again. Yeah. So now <laughs> you've, now me, I feel the pressure of all of a sudden giving her I feel like I'm giving her a burden yeah. now to bear because, you know, because I, I, yeah, I want to tell you that I'm gay. I want to, I want to be out there. I want to be open. Mm -hmm. I want to be. Especially with you. Especially yeah. with you, yeah. because I want to be authentic yeah. with you. Yeah. And now, you know, this reaction, I'm like, okay, well, you're not ready. You're not ready to hear that yeah. from me. And you need to process that, that yourself, you know, which is another interesting thing about processing the whole thing, which mm -hmm. I don't even know if we have time to get into mm -hmm. that as a society. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. so, so I left it at that. I mean, and then there was, then there was the fallout that came out, but as the soon fallout, as I, so what was the fallout? Uh, well, so yeah. the fallout when she came to you, Oh, yeah. you know, that okay. whole thing, because uh, it was, oh, yeah, you know, it was so on her mind, but, but again, like, <laughs> yeah. I think that just goes to, so here it, it's like a huge, yeah. it's a huge thing. It's almost like this ripple effect of, even though in, you know, and you know, I couldn't even tell mom, dad, I basically wrote a letter and I gave it to mom. I couldn't even speak the mm. words, you know, but mom's reaction, well, I was, she goes, oh dear, you didn't, you didn't need to write a letter. Basically her telling me, we knew already. Mm. Mm. And part of you wants to say, well, why didn't you tell me that? You knew? Mm. So I didn't have to do that. Yeah. Because again, Jamie, it's, it's, and we've talked about this before. It's a, it's an ongoing basis. There's never to date, maybe not recently, but you are constantly coming out to people. Mm -hmm. It's a constant. If you want to be authentic with the people that you are meeting, that you are talking to, and I'm not saying I make an announcement, yeah. but it's it's things that you also don't say. Mm -hmm. If I don't say my wife, if I don't mm -hmm. say, you know, my girlfriend, and I just say they, them, I'm not being authentic with you mm -hmm. because I don't know how other people are going to react. Mm. And so, you, you know, sometimes you, you feel like you need to read the room as to say, am I safe to divulge that with you? Mm -hmm. You know, and, and again, the environments that I've been in and this point in my life, I'm going to say it. Sure. I'm going to say it all the time, but I remember changing workplaces, coming into one workplace and being like, okay, how am I going to do this? How am I going to let everybody know that, that I'm actually yeah. with a woman and just make it casual. So I did, but I felt my face getting red, you know, my heart was pounding. Mm. So imagine this going through your life of, yeah. of this constant yeah. coming out because it feels like it needs to be an announcement sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the fear of how people will react or how yeah. they'll be accepted. Yes. Or... So you mentioned this phrase, you know, how the, the temperature of the room or how the, if the room is welcoming mm -hmm. or not. And, and love to... Um, Love to, to drill down that a little bit. How, how, how do we create that kind of space? Uh, how, how do we, you know what I mean? Like where you can walk into a room and know that this is going to be a place where right. you can be who you are and all as well. <laughs> right. Um, well, like I said, when, when I drove up here, the first thing I saw was the flag mm. outside. And that is 100% the best, one of the best ways to, mm. but again, as we talked about, it needs to be followed up. Yeah. It needs yeah. to be followed up. 
Yeah. I mean, so for those that maybe are listening, just like, so we have a, uh, for those that maybe um, are watching or listening to this right. that haven't been to NBUC, North, Bram- North Bramble United Church, where we're recording from, uh, what Kirsten's referring to is that we have a, a banner on our, on our wall, on our, on our church wall that faces the main intersection um, that just, just has the, the rainbow colors and mentions that we're, we're affirming that God's uh, church is affirming of all yeah. of God's people, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I totally agree that that's a, a first step towards living into this and creating a space where people can yeah. feel all people can feel welcome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. so that that anytime I see that, yeah, I'm encouraged. Okay. That's really important. That's, it's very important. It's yeah. very important because yeah. it it just so the the difficult part, as you say, is the okay, so you can anybody can put up a flag. It's mm-hmm. what you're doing on the Absolutely. inside. So it's interesting to think about things that you might say. Because it's also interesting the things that you don't say. Mm. So if you don't talk about same-sex couples, if you don't talk mm. about all families, and I come into your church, and I've, I've, I've come into your church because you've, you, you've shown that you're affirming, but you don't actually talk about my family, my mm. community, you know, yeah. that's, that's also telling. Mm-hmm. Because, because then you're just, it, it's... And I don't know how you incorporate that. It's yeah. almost like when they're doing yeah. it in, you know, they incorporate it in schools. You, yeah. you, if you're doing math equations, you incorporate yeah. Bobby and Jason yeah. are, you know, the family and you incorporate yeah. that into your, so, I mean, that, that would be your job and how yeah. you incorporate that oh, into absolutely. a sermon. No, no, but I yeah. think that's, yeah. that's the part that needs to happen. Yeah. It needs to yeah. be yeah. the open, yeah. that you're actually incorporating that into, into the service yeah. so that I can say then, yeah, you're yeah. talking about my family. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and that would that would draw me in closer for sure, and and, and continue to make it really clear this is a place for me. This yes. is a God for me. This is a, a yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, just the fact that you know you did my wedding like that was mm-hmm. like the best, the best thing ever. Yeah, you yeah. know, to have that part of it, and you know, and I I'll go way back because I remember your reaction too when you were because when you were first starting out mm-hmm. doing this. You know, I think you were having a little bit of conflict based on what you had learned yeah, in the Bible yeah. too. And mm-hmm. I'll never forget what you said that you went, you you had a lecture and there was a question about mm-hmm. homosexuality in the Bible and mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. And the, whoever was giving a lecture basically said, love is love mm-hmm. and Jesus is mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. And that, like, it can't be any more plain mm-hmm. than that. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to hear in other spaces and yeah. other churches where they're saying, no, that's not the case. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. not the case. And, yeah. and, but, but how can it be? Cause it is, it's just love. Yeah. 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 It's just love and you're loving another human. Yeah. And why do we need to put that gender on it? And, and why is that wrong? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why is that wrong? So yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, I know for sure. And I think um, people need to wrestle with it. You know, that's what happens. And I, I know that's what happened for Katrina. I mean, like the backstory when, when Katrina then came um, after you had, had come out to her uh, that Thanksgiving weekend, um, I'll kind of do the, the fast version of this story, but Katrina, we're, we're going out at this time, Katrina and I, um, I'm thinking this is probably the person that I'm going to spend the rest of our life together. And she's calling me, can I come over? It's the Monday night after Thanksgiving weekend. It's raining. Can we go for a walk? We're walking for like 45 minutes. And all of a sudden I think, oh my gosh, she's going to break up with me. I can't <laughs> believe this. I can't, I did not see this coming at all, at all. So finally I was like, hey, can you just say what you got to say? And she goes, oh, Kirsten told me this weekend that she's gay. And I said, is that all? 
<laughs> but it also kind of was where I was at, um, both relief that she wasn't bringing up with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because we all love Katrina. Yeah. And I'm just so privileged to be married to her. Um, but also, you know, that's certainly where where I, you know, I had come to. Um, but there is a process for, I think, people who are really trying to be faithful around the Christian faith, mm-hmm. around scripture. And, um, you know, we're, we're not going to delve deep into these passages that, that sometimes can send a, um, a mixed message around, around that. But there's a great book called Unclobber. In fact, I'd love to share it with you. But I think if anyone's wondering, like I, I, you know, absolutely, it makes sense to me that the God who created us all, who has come in mm-hmm. Jesus to love the whole world, um, who is love, would enable us to be a community of people being human together and love everyone yeah. out, without question. But then sometimes if there's some passages that seem to indicate something different, then you, you just need to find a way to really, really read them in the context of which they were written. And this book on Clobber really helps with that. It's kind of taking these passages that have been those with which people have used to clobber those of the LGBTQ plus community and really trying to, um, read them in ways that are that are more um I, I would say the author says and i agree more more fitting to the context of which they were intended to be mm-hmm. written and offered and and help us resonate with that because people could struggle with that like i i want to believe this is true it makes sense to me but i'm not sure what to do with some of these passages and it really helps and i, I know for katrina you know that that at the time was she was a, a new christian in some ways and mm-hmm. and and would have been wanting to honor that process of what is scripture and what is this you know and and so it caused her enabled her gave her the opportunity in some ways to to rest with to look deeper into those and come out the other side in in a, in a very obviously open and and um all that we're talking about here today Absolutely. and really be a leader in in that yeah. in that conversation as and we're trying to be at the church yeah here. and yeah. one of the things that i remember after that you know when she you know we were having a conversation after she got she said to me you know would it be okay if i told you know she was living with, with her group of friends yeah, out, yeah, in waterloo yeah. and i'm like i'm i feel blessed that you want mm, to do that yeah, because oftentimes the other thing too, is yeah. is that then you just don't talk about it yeah right yeah. you don't now, okay, I've accepted you, but I'm not going to tell my friends. I'm not going to tell my family. Yeah. I'm not going to yeah. you know, tell anybody For else. Sure. Yeah. So do you want, absolutely, please do. Because then again, that's not a process that I have to go through yeah. again yeah. with somebody else. So you already know, and you either accept me or you don't, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and we can move on from there. But mm-hmm. I think that's the conversation again, like in your, in, in a family that has a gay member in mm-hmm. that how is the family speaking of that person? Mm. Do they mention their partner? Do mm-hmm. they mention, yeah. you know, just casually? Yeah. Because that's that's the big thing. One of the one of the main things that I've learned throughout my life and, and just yeah. where I am today, yeah. it's like, I'm just living my life. Yeah. Right? It doesn't, I live the same way that you do. When I was part of a family unit and we would go to school, we would show up at school mm-hmm. as parents. Yeah. Just like that. Yeah. You know, you, so you come in and you just be who you are Mm -hmm. and it gives people around you in the space to be like, okay, they're just like everybody else. What, like, there's no need for me to be, to be, you know, uptight about it or anything because we are just being us Yeah, and you can, everybody else can just be who they are. Cause I think part of the, you know, if I don't talk about it, that also gives a message that I'm not okay. Yeah with who I am, or yeah. if we try and hide the fact that we're a family, yeah. that also gives a message to other people that we don't think we're okay. Yeah. So if you just live Absolutely. as everybody else, yeah. Yeah. 
And and the other thing that I would suggest as well is that like ask questions. Yeah. If you have questions, ask. Mm-hmm. Because and again, I can only speak for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to answer any questions yeah. because I want because you know the I think we've it's, the phrase has been said a lot when you know better you do better. Mm-hmm. So if there's a question that you have, yeah. Like ask yeah. the question yeah. and be open to the conversation. Absolutely. That's I think that's really helpful and 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 asking questions enables us to listen and have a deeper understanding of someone else's experience as well as how we can move forward together. You know, I think with the racial reconciliation, we've mm. talked a lot about mm-hmm. this about just needing to ask people questions and if you're not sure, hey, what word works best? How do you feel when I use this word? Should I use this word? It's so it's so um, helpful for everybody. I know I've, I've found that just to, to have that kind of transparency and honest, you know, because sometimes I think we don't talk about it because we're afraid of saying the wrong thing yes. or, you know, so I, that, that is, that is a great point. Just, just, just a talk, let's talk about it. Let's yeah. ask questions. Let's go deeper with our understanding. And then I think a lot of the things that, that you've named around how the church can get better at this, um, really comes out of, um, what's been named as pie. So public, right. um, um, intentional and explicit. So public, <laughs> intentional, and explicit. I think the more we can filter everything um, through that, it's gonna. What I'm hearing is gonna help people know that this is a place, and this is a God, and this is Jesus is lo- yeah. loving of of them, yeah. um, of all people. And and I think it's, just, it's gonna roll. It's just gonna keep. I think building momentum. And, you know, because the more the more people know that, the more people who will come and be a part of it. And then you might come in as someone who's new. Oh, and there there is a gay couple having their child baptized. Yes. Uh, ah. Yes. Cool. Okay. Wow. You know, yes. So that's it's gonna it's gonna evolve. But but um, I, I totally agree can't be more than just a, a banner on the wall. And I know yeah. that's certainly our desire. It's part of why I'm having this conversation today. Um, so would really encourage people to to share this, to like this, to comment on this, to um, subscribe to our Instagram, Good News with Jamie Holtam, to just, just get this message out there mm-hmm. so we can keep building this world where we are yeah. human together, um, where we do love each other as, as Jesus enables us to, and as Jesus loves us, which is all people, all of us. Yes. Awesome. Okay, we got to finish with the good news <laughs> okay. podcast. Yeah. Rapid fire here. Yep. So, yep. so, okay, the best thing going on in in your in your life in in, in these days life. in your home, your life. Yeah. <clears throat> um, honestly, I would say it's it is the time spent with family. Mm. Really, that mm. is that is the best thing. You know, it's evolved over the last few years, yeah. and it's really been. But again, again, affirming for me mm. because again, I can just be so authentic with who I am, mm. and and I never have to worry mm-hmm. that uh, there's nothing but love. Yeah, coming, coming. So I, I love that. Get to be anti Kirsten. That's right. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. It's always awesome. anti Kirsten. <laughs> Best thing going on in your community in your neighborhood. <laughs> Uh, well, so I'm going to take community a little bit just to yeah. more so not necessarily where I'm living, but my community Absolutely. is the is a gay yeah. community. I think yeah. there's a lot. What I love is the is the youth that are that are coming in now, mm. and I think that things are changing yeah, enough for sure. But it is the youth that are driving because I'm going to say, like, even as part of the community, I'm not 100 percent sure of everything these days, mm. right? There's so many things that are evolving, mm-hmm. but I love the youth that are coming up that are unapologetic about who they are. And they are basically, I feel like they are sort of forcing the world, forcing communities mm. around them to come to them. We're not waiting anymore. Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah. And you need to deal with whatever's going on mm-hmm. because I'm not going to change. Mm-hmm. I am who I am. So I love the strength in our youth mm. that are coming up these days because mm-hmm. I think they're going to drive yeah. more of that change. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Okay. And then final one, best thing going on in, in our world. In our world. 
big Ooh, one. That's, big that's, one. A, that's a good one. Wow. Because yeah. mm. there's a lot of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, again, yeah. overall, you know, in, in terms of, in terms of the gay community, because I'm going to keep it at that Absolutely. again, in places where like there's, cause there's still places in the world mm. that it's not safe to be gay. Yeah. It's not safe to be gay, yeah. but the work that's being done within those communities or that the surrounding communities are making safe havens for people that can't be in the country where they were born because mm. it's just unsafe. I, I think that the community around around them it is a beautiful thing. I mean, mm-hmm. it's still it's still difficult, difficult parts of the world. Yeah, it is. But yeah. but that's yeah. the most beautiful thing for me in yeah. terms of the world. Yeah, yeah. No, you know what? Yeah. I, I'm glad you named that um, because I hope I hope my sense is. Um, as part of this conversation, we, we've in some ways celebrated how far we've come, but we still have a ways to go. And, oh, and to go. Um, love to close with some prayer here uh, yeah. around both, both giving thanks for, you know, I think as you name the next generation, there's more openness than ever before. Um, and that's a good thing, but we just want to keep that going, um, not only here, but in all places mm-hmm. uh, around the world. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Let's pray. Yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah. Mm. Oh God, thank you for the, the this the depth and the the richness of this conversation. And pray that those who are hearing, those who are watching, will be inspired and encouraged as well. Thank you so much for Kirsten. She is an amazing individual, a beautiful person, and just see you at work in her life and through her life. We we pray for an affirmation of all people, that, that as you came in Jesus to love the whole world, everyone, all peoples, um, that this message would continue to be one that is not only lived out, but that, that we um, together <laughs> deepen both our understanding and our living of it out. We pray for those places in the world where this isn't the case, where, where people live in fear for their sexual identity, that you would break through, bring healing and bring a new way forward. So for all of that and more, we give, we entrust it to you and thank you again for the the ways that you have called us to be a part of that conversation of this very important work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Awesome. Kirsten, thanks, thanks so brother. much for being part of the Good News Podcast today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Friends, thanks for joining us. And uh, as always, so good to be with you. Thanks for being part of the Good News Podcast family. God bless you and be with you. I hope to see you again real soon. Man, we cover some stuff in this episode that I, oh, I'm challenged by, to be honest. Uh, I suspect you are too. I don't, I don't think in my daily life of what it's like to walk into a room and wonder what people are going to think about me. I mean, I mean, maybe the natural stuff like, you know, is, is my shirt clean or whatever, but surface stuff, not deep stuff like who I am, what my identity is, that when I introduce myself, that some people in the room might not accept me. That is just, I'm glad we got this out. I'm glad we got to talk about this today. I hope you are as motivated as I am to work towards a world where all people can be loved and accepted for who they are. That is who Jesus calls us to be. And I I just am excited to live into that together, to be advocates, not just for ourselves, but to be advocates for others. So we can kind of create these, these atmospheres, these communities, a world where we all get to be human together. Heard that loud and clear today. Thanks so much to, to Kirsten for so beautifully sharing her story. And I pray, I hope that you are inspired, encouraged, and 
challenged as needed. So let's move forward together. Let's live into this together. When we do that, friends, that is good news. Let's celebrate this good news. Let's share it. Let's live into it together. Thanks again for being a part of the Good News Podcast family. Don't forget to follow us on uh, Good News with Jamie Holtman on Instagram. God bless you and be with you. Hope to see you again soon. Thanks so much.